Hello there. Happy New Year. I'm Kiel Sterling Beatmaker. And on this episode of the Monday Mindset Podcast, wash yourself of yourself. To the great late poet Rumi, he once said, be like melting snow. Wash yourself of yourself. Don Miguel and his boat in his book, The Four Agreements. And I quote, the belief system is the book of law that rules our mind without question. Whatever is in the book of law is our truth. We base all of our judgments according to the book of law, even if these judgments go against our inner nature. This, this, this greatly applies to the quote by Rumi. We as individuals, we need to wash ourselves of our negative energy and frequencies, as well as personality traits that do harm to ourselves, just as much as they do to our fellow citizens, our family members, our friends. But you see, in my opinion, it goes much more deeper than that. You see, I feel that our belief system, as Don Miguel puts it, it not only rules our mind, but it also rules our train of thought, our actions, our choices, our emotions. You know, Don Miguel states that the book of law causes, as he coined, the domestication of humans. And as he refers to the belief system that we are all grown into from various outside influences, such as our parents, our friends, our teachers, our belief system depending on the nutrients, the sunlight, and emotional affection we get, shapes our belief system. The roots take grasp into a flower, a weed, or a tree. And, you know, you're gonna have to ask yourself, you know, starting with this new year, you know, what kind of what kind of plant do you want to be? You know, we we are the gardener as much as we are the garden. And coming into this new year, you know, new year, new you, as I like to say. And we're all the gardeners and the garden of this new year of our life. Now, each and every one of us has a choice and has the capabilities and the experience, the experience, the life experiences, the life lessons to tend to our garden, our life. And, and just like snow, as it melts away on your garden, as 2020 melts away with the snow of emotions and trials and tribulations, your garden is washed. A new, 
a new year has become, a new year has arisen. And who you are as an individual last year, who you are as a person moving forward, it is always a continuing lesson. But each year, in my opinion, in the way I'm feeling right now, you need to wash yourself every year. And and I want everyone to start this near this new year off fresh. Wash yourself of yourself. Because the 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 negative energies, the experiences, many of them which are completely out of our control. Let's not forget that people. Let's not forget what 2020 has brought brought us. And just like Verizon, there are rollover minutes, sweetheart. If you think what happened in 2020 is done with, that puppy is going to be rolling over. Rollover minutes, as I like to put it. That those are in life, we have rollover minutes. And many of us, we are dealing with financial situations, strengths that are so out of our control that we need to focus on what we can control. So you need to, if you're someone who struggled so much with controlling, focusing on what you can control, now is the new year to wash away that old self and focus on the new self. What the new self can control is completely different than what the old self could. And you're completely capable of doing that. We're all capable of doing that. We just need to make the necessary choice. And for some of us, making that choice is a lot harder. But we also need to keep in mind that it takes patience. When when becoming a new person, it takes patience. And don't beat yourself up if you're struggling with being patient, especially with what we're going through right now in this world. We all are. Find healthy tools that allow you to overcome the struggle in the moment and move forward. And that should be your focus for the new year. For many of us, how can we move forward? What are the tools that we can use to be more patient, to focus on what we can control? In particular, to focus on whatever your New Year's resolution is. What are the tools that you can discover that can help you with maintaining that? Because let's be honest, it's not going to be easy. And I apologize for the plane that's uh, flying over. Or, oh no, that's not a plane. We got Fast and Furious on the highway right now. Vin Diesel just drove by. Um, <laughs> the, you know, the washing of yourself into the new self, you know, like I, you know, like as Rumi said, you know, be like melting snow, wash yourself of yourself. But you have to think about it this way, coming into the new year, the action of the past self create setbacks for the future self. Think about that. The actions of the self, of the actions of the past self create setbacks for the future self. What does that mean? That means that the true test is not to react within the past self. You see, that is the true resolve in the art 
of living. You know, as Rumi says, wash yourself of yourself. You know, I look at that as, to quote um, one of my songs called um, Deep Thoughts, I have a, a lyric that goes, I am the past and the future's present. So, you know, if you think about it, we, we as being individuals, we are all living in the future, in the past, in the present. We are, and we are living in, if you want to think about it, in the moment. The past, the future, the present, that's all the moment. But we as individuals, we as humans, we as people of, of ego and of negative motions and mindsets, we we don't see that we don't think we don't we don't think like that many people how about man you're just living in the future or girl you're still stuck in the past get over him i mean like think about that like we you're either you're either living in the moment you no you're either living in the past or you're either living in the future you're never living in the present the moment because you don't think like that you don't think that being in the moment is the past present and future you don't think like that we don't think like that because we have been trained and conditioned to not think like that to not think beyond the 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 boundaries are of a, of conscious being of being an individual of not being part of a tribe, of thinking outside the box, you know? Um, and so when I when I bring that up, I think about it in the sense that how many of us, especially into the new year, we all say, okay, we're not gonna, <clears throat> excuse me, we're not going to, you know, whatever your new year's resolution is, whether it's emotional or physical, whatever it could be, we, we think about it in the sense of the past. Yeah, we're not going to be like last year. We're going to we're going to get in shape. We're not going to eat as many sweets. You know, whatever it could be. We're not going to let certain types of people into our lives. It could be anything. But you're not thinking about right now in terms of how you can do that in the moment. You're thinking about how you can achieve those goals in the future. Even if you have plans on how you're going to do it right now, you're not even thinking about how you're going to do it right now. You're thinking about how you're going to look or how you're going to achieve in the future. You're never right here in the moment. And because of that, the you don't see that your actions of the moment can affect how your past actions and past self are going to be reflected. You're not going to see that by being in the moment, you can control the outcomes of the future of your future self. Because by being in the moment, by being in a in the moment emotionally balanced as best as you can be to your ability with your mantra, with meditation, whatever it can be, you're able to to move forward. The as um as Pablo Coelho says in The Alchemist, the universe will inspire in your favor. But that requires being in the moment. Total mind blown. <laughs>
you know, I being in the moment is key in the art of living. I know a lot of you have, if you've listened to my podcast in the past episodes, you've always heard me say something and it ends with art of living because I don't, I look at being alive as being as an individual. I look at that as an art. It is an art form. Being an individual, being a person, being your own, that takes art. That takes a creative mind to be an individual. And we don't think about it that way. We don't look at ourselves as the canvas, but we are. Just like I said that we are the gardener and the garden, we are the canvas just as much as we are the painter. The canvas is a reflection of who the painter is. And whatever you paint, whatever you put on that canvas is who you are. Whatever whatever plants you grow, whether it's succulents, whether it's vegetables and, and fruits, whether it's flowers or if it's weeds, that is a reflection of who you are. And hey, you know, it's okay if you can't stay in the lines. Nobody's perfect. It's okay if some of your your vegetables or your flowers, if they, you know, they cross over the 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 garden lines, the fences. It's okay. Nobody's perfect. Our art isn't perfect. Since since when has art been perfect? When? I mean, you know, you know, one man's art is another man's, you know, treasure. One man's trash is another man's art. I, you know, please. I mean, if you've been to an art museum, you've seen, you know, you know, whether it's Picasso or any of the most famous art to the most obscure, weird, modern art deco, you name it, you know, uh, but it's art to somebody. Somebody appreciates it. And that's how we need to look at life. We need to look at life as an art, as an art form that we can appreciate, that we can value ourselves. But we don't value ourselves. We don't value the art. And, and, and that's unfortunate. But that, those are people's choices. You have a choice to either value the art or not value the art. Because the reality is, is the old self the future self are within an eternal battle for the true self. An eternal battle for the true self. I don't know why I was extra on the E. <laughs> but the old self and the future self are within an internal battle for the true self. And the true self is being in the moment. That is who you truly are. That is who we all are truly capable of being. By being in the moment, as Don Miguel puts it in The Four Agreements, you begin to have magic, white magic, as he puts it. The, the, the being in the moment, as even as, like I said earlier, what Pablo Coelho says in The Alchemist, the universe will conspire in your favor. Opportunities will open for you. New relationships, new people, new experiences positive, uplifting experiences, experiences that provide life lessons that you take with you and you learn from for the rest of your time that make you a better person. But that also requires washing yourself, 
of yourself. <laughs> I mean, if it makes it any easier for you, you can be like Yoda. Do or do not. There is no try. Wash yourself of yourself. It's right there for you people. For any of you guys out there who are Star Wars fans, listen, Star Wars is, it's philosophy. It's Eastern Asian philosophy. It's Taoism. It's Buddhism. Hinduism. There's so many things in there. But, but that's life, though. Life is a combination of so many different experiences. And every day we have to wash ourselves of those experiences. Cleanse ourselves with those experiences to create new ones. Because to me, that's, that's what's so important about being a person. Being able to be self-aware, to acknowledge your mistakes, to acknowledge every part, every aspect of yourself, to know your strengths and your weaknesses, to know the weaknesses within your strengths and the strengths within your weaknesses and being able to learn from them. How do you take better control of them? How do you, how do you as I like to put it, not live life the hard way? There, there are two choices. You can live life a lesson learned, or you can live life the hard way. The choice is yours. Be like melting snow. Wash yourself of yourself. The choice is yours. You choose whether or not you want to be that type of person. You choose whether or not you want to grow, to evolve, to continue being the best person of yourself. If we, you know, if we allow the book of law to rule ourselves, we we will never be able to truly wash ourselves. And I want everyone to think about that. I'm going to I'm going to say that one more time. If we allow the book of law to rule ourselves, we will never be able to truly wash ourselves. Again, and I quote by Don Miguel, one by one, all of these agreements go into the book of law, and these agreements rule our dream. For me, I feel that the dream can be the very nature of our being. We are the living dream of our own reality. To be able to expand beyond the horizon, to see with eyes unclouded by hate, you must be willing to wash yourself, to change with the change, as Urban Acolyte would say. As you know, as you all know, I say this at least once every episode, you can choose to live life the hard way or the right way. And we even expanded on that earlier. I think we even coined a better version of it now that I think about it. You can live life a lesson learned, or you can live life the hard way. Now, you can choose to live the living dream, or you can choose to live and dream the living hell. And that's from the four agreements. 
Now, what, what do I say? What do I mean by you can choose to live life a lesson learned or you can choose to live life the hard way? And I think a lot of us are pretty smart to catch on to what I mean by that. And this was something I used to tell a lot of the students that I worked with in high school, um, because a lot of them would, you know, they would come to me for advice or, you know, they would kind of say things. You know, I worked in a resource classroom, so we had a lot of kids who were either um, had learning disabilities or um, who just needed a place to work. Um, there were a lot, there were, uh, we had a lot of great kids. Um, and I would always kind of tell them, you know, you can live life the hard way or the right way. And, you know, it's the upgraded version as we have just coined, you can live life a lesson learned or you can live life the hard way. Now, I always, I tell myself, I live life as a lesson learned. And what I mean by that, and it really coincides from, in my opinion, with Wash Yourself of Yourself by um, Rumi. In the sense that by living life a lesson learned, for me, I'm never truly disappointed in anything because I can take something away from it. I can learn something from it that can make me a better person or that will give me the necessary insight and skills to be able to handle a similar situation in the future. And that is something that I learned very early on in my life. Not everyone is fortunate like that. And I'm very fortunate that I have a mother who really understands that and who really put that in my head now. My mom really, because she was a, a single parent, she saw the value in making sure that I lived life as a lesson learned. And, you know, I didn't really see it then, or I didn't, I was I didn't like the way my mom was, you know, her discipline on me and, you know, but I get it now and I appreciate it, you know, and because I, what I mean by living a lesson, you know, living life a lesson learned and never being, you know, disappointed, it's because every everything that happens in life, it's not like, oh, you're not playing the victim. You're not saying, oh, well, it's their fault or it's them's fault or they shouldn't have done that or or you're not like, well, man, why this always happens to me. Or, of course, you're not playing the victim. You're not playing the blame game. You acknowledge the situation. You acknowledge the experiences you learn from it, what you take away and you move forward. You don't dwell on it. You don't think about how the, in which I used to be like a, uh, you know, like damn Cipriel, all these different, you know, scenarios, 220,000 to one or whatever, you know, um, I, I would always, you know, play these different scenarios and like, or this is how it should have done or how I'm going to say something. And, and, and as we all know, it never works out like that. And especially when you're trying to live in the past and how, and like I said, if you are not in the moment, you can't alter the past if you're living in the past. Don't work like that. But if you're in the moment, you can alter the past. And that's what I mean by living life as a lesson learned. Because you're altering your perception of everything that you are experiencing. Because if you really think about it, something that may have happened to you that you're disappointed about, 
you're not really disappointed about it anymore. It's in the past. One, it's in the past. It doesn't matter. But you took something away from it in the moment, and it paves way to the future. Microphone drop, one, two, one, two. <laughs> so think about that. Like, think about that. Being in the moment. You know, it, it is... I'm realizing as I'm getting older that for me, I I need structure and order. And I spend, after my time in the hospital, when I got out, I spent the rest of the year leading up to now, you know, organizing my apartment and just getting structure and order back. I was a man of routine all the way up until um, the pandemic. And I had to learn how to adapt and a lot of trial and error, but I'm finally here. <clears throat> Excuse me. I apologize. But, you know, you have to think about what it means to be living in the moment. You have to think about what it means to be a person that live that lives life a lesson learned. And it doesn't, it's not something that happens overnight. I'm like I said, it's an ongoing thing. Live life, a lesson learned. As long as you're alive, it's a lesson learned. And then once you die, on to the next journey. On to the sequel. And who knows what the next journey is. But if you learn these lessons now, it might make the next path, might make reincarnation that much easier. I don't know. I don't know, you know? Maybe you, you save all of your coins and your armor, and then you can upgrade your next character. <laughs> but like all I'm trying to say, people, is like being in the moment is it, it is a blessing because you're, you're not, you know, and it's something that you're going to always have to learn. And listen, we're going to have our moments. And this is something that kind of popped into my head. You know, you're going to you're not going to always be perfect. No one's perfect. But your emotional balance, you're going to have days where it's unbalanced and that's OK. You're going to have days where, you know, you're really feeling it. And, you know, acknowledge it, take that in, feel it. And and this is something that happened to me um, recently, like I was really frustrated with um what was it what is it it was this track this new single i'm working on i was really i something was off with me i didn't understand the, the whole day i felt off i didn't figure it out I, I felt sad and frustrated and and so i took time and i just thought about it. i'm like well why am i feeling like this when did this start what is this in relation to and i eventually figured out oh okay I'm feeling really insecure about this song, which is weird because I was like, wait a minute, the night before I was dancing around my apartment and now I'm feeling unsure about it and feeling insecure about it. That's why I'm feeling unbalanced today. So you got to take time and analyze and pinpoint where is this emotional unbalance coming from? And then you figure it out. And you wash yourself of it like I did. I figured out what the situation was. I took it in. I washed myself of it and I moved forward. And that is an ongoing lesson. You have to learn how to do that. You, 
everything that I'm saying, there might be one thing out of everything I say today in this podcast episode that you take away. Use it. That's all you need. And then you can say, God damn, this dude talked for like over an hour and this is the only thing that that I took away from him? Jesus. But maybe it was an hour in and you needed to hear that. And I guarantee you'll be here next episode because you're going to be waiting for that one piece of advice that works for you. We all have that. There's, we all listen to different podcasts and, and whatever, read different books and, and whatnot. And we're all looking for that one thing. Mm, got it. And then you move forward from it. You take that with you. So like, and that's all I'm saying, you know, I, I just, I value I value now what it means to to live life as a lesson learned. I I see the gratitude in it. I see the value in it. I appreciate it. So that's why for me, I can sit here confidently and say these things to you and acknowledge that I'm going to have my days where I'm unbalanced, but I have learned a new tool. Honestly, I've learned this recently. There might be people who are listening to this like, bro, really? You just figured that out? I'm like, yeah, man, come on. Cut me some slack. But, you know, I learned this recently. And this, hopefully, this might be a tool that whoever's listening, I hope that you take this tool and you apply it to your life. Whatever's going on in your life. Because then what's, what's great about this tool and what I like about it is that once you pinpoint what's actually going on, then you're not acting passive aggressive. You're not lashing out at friends and family and loved ones, especially if you live with all those suckers. <laughs> so you got to think about that. I really wanted to curse. I'm trying hard not to curse. <laughs> um, so you got to think about that. Um, you know, because you might come home and 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 maybe you, you know, you lash out at a family member, your spouse, or whatnot. Okay, take a second and think about why did I lash out? Why am I feeling this way? And once you pinpoint it and, you f- and you're in a better and you're more calm place, you go back, you apologize, you hold yourself accountable, and you walk them through how you got to this point, why you reacted that way, and you explain to them, okay, this is what happened throughout the day. This is what led to me reacting this way. That's communication. That's not only are you washing yourself of yourself, you're washing that other person of yourself, of that negative energy, that negative action that you put onto them. And they see the value in yourself. Not only do they see how much you value yourself, they see how much you value them and how much you value walking them through your emotions. We don't do that enough in our relationships. We don't walk ourselves or walk our loved ones through our emotions and it's even worse when they just completely abandon you and don't tell you what what they're emotionally feeling and you're left there trying to figure it out and that's not fair to anybody but the point is you have to wash yourself of that you can't take what someone else's actions and behaviors and you can't take it personally you can't you can't control the way someone else treats you. You can't control whether or not they give you the love and affection that you claim to desire. It's, that's not how it works. And that's okay. 
There's nothing wrong with that. All you have to do is move forward. And the universe will eventually conspire in your favor. And that one person that you are looking for will be in your life. It might be this new year. Who knows? But you just got to wash yourself of yourself. You know, Don Miguel states, the outside dream is not a pleasant dream. It is a dream of violence, a dream of fear, a dream of war, a dream of injustice. We look at human society, we see a place so difficult to live in because it is ruled by fear, end quote. We as individuals need to be aware of the outside dream and its impacts on our belief system towards the world as a whole. You know, we can live in the same country, in the same state, but feel as if we are living a world within a world. You know, by allowing the dream of fear, war, and injustice shape our belief system towards ourselves, our fellow citizens, regardless of their race, sexual preference, or religious beliefs, we ourselves can become part of the dream of hell. We feel that we are part of the solution when in fact, we are the very problem that is affecting, poisoning, and preventing the solution from moving forward. Belief system towards one another you know, a belief system towards one another is is the very reason why we are unable to unify as a country or as a race or as a religion. None None of that matters. None of that matters. Because we need to have a belief system in being humans. It, it doesn't matter the color of your skin the money in your pocket, the amount of followers on social media. In the end, we're all humans. Or as HK47 puts it, flashbacks. <laughs> in my opinion, our bodies are only temporary. But our mind, our personality, our perspective, that's forever. And, and that can be imprinted in the very people we affect in our in our children our friends our family that can that can last if you're someone who is of a positive mind of, a, of an emotional balanced person who who's patient who takes time to learn to acknowledge that sees the world for unclouded by personal biases and approach things as best as they can from an open perspective. I mean, that can last forever. That can have an impression that can influence one person to 1,000, to 1 million. It, it, but it doesn't matter. The, the, your, your influence doesn't matter. Your input matters. Your influence doesn't matter, but your input does. What are you bringing to the table? What are you bringing to make 
your community better, to make your family members better, to make your friends better, to support their dreams, to support the community's dreams and goals, your friends' goals, your family's goals. What affirmations are you giving to the world that you give yourself just as much every day? That's important. And, you know, like Don Miguel says, you know, the outside dream is not a pleasant dream. But you can choose to see the world through eyes unclouded by hate, even though it is not a pleasant world. By not looking at the world through spite and anger and victim blaming, you'll see the violence, you'll see the bloodshed, you'll see the pain. But at the same time, you'll acknowledge the beauty and the gratitude that you have for the world, for yourself. You will see what you can focus on and what you can bring to the table around you. That hopefully and maybe it'll spread to the world. But you got to start here, right now, in the present, in the moment, here. And we don't think like that. And and I hope that through this episode... Oh, sorry. It's my shoulder. Ah, got to do some more yoga after this. I hope that we see the value in each other and see the value in Yes, we do not live in a pleasant world. It is a hard, it is a tough, it is an emotionally draining world, but you can make this world your own throughout all of that. It's all who you, it's all in your perspective. You know, yes, there are horrible things going on. You know, we're all if you live in America, we're all in financial strengths that we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. But if you're here now, you can focus on right now. You can control right now. Despite how little it is, for all of us, it's different. But all that matters is being right here, right now. And I know that's hard. I know that. I'm in my own financial strengths as well. I know that. And even with my own situation, I'm still here in the moment. I'm here in the podcast. I'm right here. I'm not thinking about that. I'm not thinking about how I'm going to pay for this or that. I'm not worried about that right now. All I am worried about is making sure I put my 110% best in this podcast episode. And we all need to be like that. And it's not easy. And honestly, it takes developing a routine. You know, the having a routine is key in the art of living. Think about it. You know, you may think that the that whether it's a Christian monk or a Buddhist monk, you may think that, you know, monks and nuns and people who live in monasteries and, and those kind of isolations thing and um communities, you think that they're crazy. But they're the most sane because they follow a routine every single day. And that routine keeps them focused, it keeps them clear. I have a routine myself. Every single day when I wake up, the first thing I do is I do my Qigong morning exercise, two of them. I do those two, and then I meditate for 10 minutes, and then I'll do my compassion mantra for 10 minutes, 
and then I'll do um, um, my singing bowl. I'll have a meditation I do with that. And then I do my warm-up yoga. And then I do my kettlebell training. And then I do my yoga cool down. And then I do sometimes 20 to an hour of yoga afterwards. And that's my morning routine. And then I go about my day. My routine is me washing myself of myself. Starting the day anew. And we all can do that. Having that routine is key. I'm right now working on getting back into my evening routine. And what I've done to kind of get my evening routine, you know, going is I'll do, you know, 10 minutes of yoga in bed. You know, I'm getting to bed earlier. You know, that's tough to do sometimes. But I know for me, um, when I was struggling with sleep, anyone who's listening to this, you might have this problem as well, is it's, um, I, it developed when I used to work in a school system when things were really, really tough when I was working there. Um, I wouldn't go to sleep because I knew waking by, I knew when I went to sleep, I'd wake up and it'd be the next day and I'd have to deal with the situation again. And I think a lot of us are kind of dealing with that where, you know, even if it's two o'clock in the morning and you're still up, you know, the moment you go to bed, the moment you, you fall asleep and you wake up, you got to deal with that day. You got to deal with whatever it is. And that's something that I think is, is a form of resistance. Um, I highly recommend everyone gets Stephen Pressfield's book, The War on Art. You don't need to be a creative person to read the book. It is a book. Nothing more, nothing less. A book about a life lesson that anyone can learn from. But, you know, you got to you gotta look at, you know, sleep is important. And I'm, I know sleep is really important and I'm trying to be better at it. That's why I, I do the, um, you know, yoga before I go to bed to help me sleep better as well. But, you know, having a routine before bed, it helps because it gets you into bed earlier. Um, if you're trying to aim for going to bed earlier, you know. And be, you know, be reasonable with it. If you're someone that stays up late, all right, say, okay, well, I gotta, I'm gonna go to bed by 12 o'clock. Okay, let's say for two weeks, you do good at going to bed by 12. Okay, make it 11.30. All right, you do two weeks straight, go to bed at 11.30, good. Okay, make it 11. Perfect. Two weeks, knock that out. Yeah, make it 10.30. Huh, you're challenging me, okay. Knock that out in two weeks. Oh, you're feeling pretty confident at 10 o'clock. Oh, okay. You're making things kinky. Knock that out in two weeks. <laughs> Let's do it. So think about that. You feel confident in yourself, but you're, you know, you're keeping your expectations within reason. And that's another thing that I think we all really, really struggle with. And I know that I'm someone that struggles with this. We're always going to struggle with it is keeping our expectations within reason. You know, you can have, you know, expectations, but they have to be within reason. 
um, especially when it comes to yourself. When it comes to other people, <laughs> I'll be honest, you're better off going in with no expectations, especially if it's someone you don't know. Go in with no expectations because the moment you have expectations of them, they already haven't even met them. And that goes for any type of friend, friendship, relationship, lover, whatever. Doesn't matter. You got to go into it with no expectations of them, but go into it with expectations of yourself. You know, don't get led on, don't get played, don't get manipulated, you know, whatever it is. Don't be, you know, don't be passive aggressive, whatever it is. Keep it yourself in check before you start trying to keep someone else in check. It never goes well. It never does. And, you know, like I was saying is that like, you have to really keep yourself in check when it comes to moving forward as an individual. You can't keep other people in check. Um, it's just not going to help. It's not going to work. You know, Don Miguel states that information or an idea is merely the seed in your mind. And what really and what will really make the difference is action. And that made me think about something um, that I said earlier in regards to what he says about belief system. And I want to talk a little bit real quick about our belief system towards our fellow citizens, especially in this country. Um, I think I kind of went on a big, big, big rant and tangent in my episode on gratitude about this, because right now in the United States, regardless of your political views, regardless of your, you know, medical degrees, because some of us out there think that, you know, we got medical degrees, regardless of any of that stuff, your belief system, it could cost people's lives. We have to think about that. Your belief system to not wear masks, to not social distance, to not be, to not keep yourself healthy, to not keep your immune system healthy. You're costing yourself and people their lives, loved ones. It's selfish. And I'm, I'm sorry, but like, I need to talk about that because our belief system, the way we think, it doesn't just affect our ourself, our actions. It affects everyone. It has ripple effects. And think about how many of our American citizens have died due to having COVID or uh, COVID-related deaths because they weren't already healthy and they got the virus because maybe they weren't social distancing. Maybe they were partying, whatever it is. Maybe they weren't wearing a mask. But those belief systems are going to cost people their lives, and it already has. And the belief system that people have drank from, from our administration, it's costing people their lives, innocent people who don't deserve that. And I just, I'm not going to get into a big rant like I did last episode, but I, I really want people to start thinking about how their belief system can cost other people their life. 
And I'm going to leave it on, on that note. You see, you know, we are more than individuals. You know, we are a world community. And as melting snow, we must wash our minds with mindfulness and positive intent. But we need to make sure that being as an individual, we are leading the path. We are showing that it's possible for other people to do that. We as, not as a red state or a blue state, we as a country, as the United States of gratitude, as I put it in my in that episode, we need to be the leaders of, of a positive mindset intent, of affirmation. We need to hold ourselves accountable for how our inaction, how our belief systems, how we are not washing ourselves of ourselves is affecting the world. You know, we are a microcosm. We are a micro, we are, a, we are organisms. We are, if you want to think about it, we are a one giant cell. We're, we're one giant neurosystem, neuro, neurosystem. And we are all part of a collective consciousness. We can all feel and affect. How many times have you walked into a room and you're like, bro, I'm getting a bad vibe from, from that person. Or man, what's up with, with Cynthia today? Like that energy she's putting out. Or like, you, you don't even say energy. Or like she just seems, you know, you can feel it. The world is like that right now. And, and even as one individual, if you can wake up each day and, and bring in some positive affirmations and, and be a mindful person and do your best to be compassionate and support and help your friends and family. And if, if you can, the country, and if you're willing to and able to the world, then go for that. You know, there is nothing wrong with, with that, you know, I'm not saying to walk around and be all happy and cheerful. La, 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 la. That's not possible. I, I know that. All I'm asking is for people to be emotionally balanced enough that they can make other people feel balanced. That they can take someone who's feeling so emotionally unbalanced and make them balanced and maybe feel good about themselves. Maybe feel confident. Maybe feel valued. That's what I'm trying to bring. That's what I, I want for us all as as a as a world community, you know, I, I I'm trying and I'm learning to really look at as at the world not as black or white or Hispanic or Asian or Muslim or any of that or or Middle Eastern, you, you know, or you know, pan specific and you know whatever. I think I just made up a word, <laughs> but I, I'm what I'm trying to say is that I'm trying to not I'm trying to approach everyone as a person, as an individual, as a human, not by their political affiliation, not by their religious affiliation, not by what race or culture or traditions they identify. I respect them. I acknowledge them. I will learn from them and I will communicate in, in manners that they feel is respectful. But I want to look at people and I think we should all look at everyone, not from their race, but just you're a person. I'm a person. We're one of the same thing. 
We're literally one and the same thing. The only thing that's different about us is the color of our skin. But if you really think about it, and I think this is absolutely hilarious in my opinion, if you think about, we've all seen some people with some really weird shaped heads. All right, let's be honest. All right, we've seen some strange looking heads out there. We've seen some heads out there where we're like, how are you even able to keep that thing up? Okay, we've seen them. They exist. And then we've seen perfectly round shaped heads. Or then you got like me who has the forehead that's a landing strip. All right, a 747 could land on my goddamn forehead. Oh, damn, I was trying not to swear. <laughs> but like... What I'm trying to say is that if you were to take off everyone's skin, muscle, tissue, all that stuff off of all of our heads, we all have the same looking skull. 90% of us. <laughs> but we all pretty much have the same looking skull. <clears throat> and if you really think about it, if we all have the same skull, we're all the same. We really are. We're one. We're not even a race. We're literally a, a species. We're, we're literally one species on this planet. We're one primate species. We're, we're, we're really primates. We're, we're species. We're not even a, a race. The moment we started identifying ourselves with different races, we immediately divided ourselves. We immediately caused division. It, it, you know... It, it, that's fascinating to me. You know, I, I, I truly wonder if there was a time in ancient civilization where they didn't look at themselves as, as you know, as American or Canadian or British. They just looked at themselves as humans. And, and maybe they identified with certain religions um, and cultural practices, but they knew that they were all one species one race human race i guess if you want to put it that way i mean we are humans but we need to be we need to acknowledge the fact that we as a collective need to wash ourselves of our humanity to to pave way to new experiences new forms of humanity new forms of moral conducts and codes that help us be better and that takes working as a community we as a conscious community, whether or not that's going to happen in my lifetime, I don't know. But we all need to work more towards that if we want to have a positive world. If we want to leave something behind better than, than what it was yesterday. Don't, you know, be better than you were yesterday. And, you know, I don't know how 2021 is going to be. We didn't know how 2020 was going to be. And I hope that we all go into this new year just focusing on what we can control. Focusing on who you are as an individual, who you want to be moving forward. Because moving forward is being in the present. And I know I've said that so many times. I bet you could play a drinking game to the amount of times I said being in the moment. And everyone would be hammered. <laughs> but I just, I want to keep on saying that because 
I just want to make sure everyone hears that and it's ingrained in their head. And, you know, I would like to wrap up this episode with a final quote from Don Miguel. And I quote, when you transform your whole dream, magic just happens in your life. What do you need? What do you need comes to you easily. What you need comes to you easily because spirit moves freely through you. This is the mastery of intent, the mastery of the spirit, the mastery of love, the mastery of gratitude, and the mastery of life. This is a goal of the Toltec. This is a path to personal freedom. Be like melting snow. Wash yourself of yourself. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Monday Mindset. To learn more about myself and how you can support The Monday Mindset, head over to my Patreon page at Ronin Art and Music. That's Ronin Art and Music. If you're listening to this on your preferred streaming service, please make sure to subscribe. If you're listening on YouTube, make sure to subscribe, leave a comment and review. Slap that notification bell. On iTunes, please make sure to subscribe, rate the podcast and leave a review as this will help me and the podcast grow. Stay positive, stay focused, stay true and much love.